Okay. Wow, circus. Wow. wow. You love circus. It really does something. You're kind me. of a Britney girl. I really, I'm not, I'm this era Britney. Like, honestly, baby, one more time. Like, one more time is really good. It's very good. I mean, okay, toxic. I also, okay, maybe I am a Britney girl. You are, I'm telling you, you're a Britney girl. Um, Wait, what? Because I kind of don't. I don't get why everyone is like toxic is everything. It just doesn't go that hard. Look. I think people don't remember it how it actually is. <laughs> All I have to say is... I know, but when you get into the chorus... With the taste of your lips, I'm on a... Like the background, it's just... And that's all you need. That's no, really all I, you need. But people talk about toxic like it's bad romance. I'm like, it's not. It's just not. Look, it, just, it doesn't need bells and whistles to be yes, an it does. absolute amazing. Yes, it does. Everybody get on the floor. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Lose your mind. Bop and Compared half. toxic to, to... Don't make me do this. Baby, one more time. Or oops, I did it again. Uh, oops, I <laughs> did it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it fake. just doesn't compare. It doesn't compare. <laughs> but toxic it is like compare. compare it to uh we ain't stop keep on dancing till the world ends. Just bring that I think till the world ends is better than toxic. No 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 Toxic has deep toxic is a classic song. Like till the So is till the world ends. No. No. Yeah. Literally no, as in that yeah. toxic is is imminently <laughs> coverable. <laughs> imminently, I did a thing a woman <laughs> like me should never do. <laughs> um, it like and like that ends. just the song itself, the melody and the chords and the and the riff. It's like you don't that kind of no. songwriting I, is re, is deeply good. Hold it against me, better than toxic. Uh, Jerome, I want to go, I better than toxic. I know that you... <laughs> Wait, we have to start the episode. This is what we should be talking about in the episode. I can't believe Welcome back to We Love That. I'm Kenyon. And I'm Jerome. And guess what? It's still Pride Month, so we're still talking about everything queer. Rainbow capitalism, how do you feel about the inside, the outside, the essential questions? Okay, two weeks in a row, we're coming in hot with a with a debate, with a topic. Ugh. Okay. Jerome, um, not this. I mean, but yes, you, you must be proven wrong. This can't be. No. It, here's the thing. I don't think that toxic is what people think that it is. The Britney <laughs> Spears song, Toxic, I think I could name like 10 better Britney Spears songs. I, first of all, would love to see you try. And second of all... Ten might be a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, like, certainly five. <laughs> I 
<laughs> I think that Toxic is a strong song. I think there are other iconic Britney moments, deeply. Other iconic, maybe even slightly more danceable moments, absolutely. But Toxic as a song, like, that is a song song. That is like a but full she's, package she's like in moment. false in the, in the chorus. It's like... It just doesn't like the writing, there isn't though. enough in the song. Okay. There isn't enough in the song for me. What to, about like what? like that's it? That's all there is. That's all that's good about the song. I can't and, I can't um, I can't sing any riffs from any other songs like in the past like five years. What 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 I, instrumental Don't parts the are the past iconic. five years? Britney Spears, <laughs> you ho. Okay, not just Britney Spears, <laughs> but anybody. Like who writes good, like singable tracks? Lady Gaga, Britney Spears, and at least ten other songs. Like even Oops, I did it again. It's like the, like the the singing. Absolutely, I'll give you the singing, but the writing. I think on Toxic is so much better. You just listed just, just amazing parts. You're like, there's nothing to it except for the. I said there are two good parts, and then but the song doesn't even go in that hard. Here are Britney Spears songs that go in much harder. Baby, one more time. Oops, I did it again. Circus three. Hold it against me till the world ends. I want to go. Okay. Bring the action. Whatever uh, that song is with Will <laughs> I Am is amazing. Um, I feel like I'm missing the whole blackout era. I haven't done anything from that. It's like that's just not the, girl, the only metric for me. Womanizer. You give know me I more. love all these. You know you you're talking to me. You know I that's love ten, all of these. That's ten songs. So I I win. Those are ten songs <laughs> that are better than toxic. But not just on the criteria of that. You know they. "Quote unquote" to go harder. What is yeah, that even? Do. But who wants to hear anybody else sing? Keep on dancing till the world ends. Keep on dancing till the world ends, dude. If you feel it, let it happen. Keep on dancing till the world ends. Meanwhile, That's toxic good. has been covered by literally everyone on all their is instruments, that right? including <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> So, I just, I just it's don't gonna think stand it's, the test of time. Like, I don't think it's people talk about toxic like it's the number one, and it's just not. I don't know what other metric. I feel like what people say is actually maybe no. <laughs> I'm saying the people are wrong. That's what I'm saying. I see. Well, it's all people you people like, out there. Wow, wants like you to know. <laughs> Britney Spears really changed the game when she dropped Toxic. Like, no. Toxic is not, like, it's just not that girl. What about the reverse? Come on. It's it's just not good. It's not good enough. It just doesn't do enough. It If the song... I cannot believe this is happening to If me. they had... It feels... It sounds to me like a demo. The song sounds like a demo of a song that would be really good. There, so are I you, said it. Are you coming after the production? <laughs> are you coming after the... I feel like there are I'm a lot of things. I'm coming after all of it. I just can't have that. Can't I'm coming after that. mostly the production. It feels underbaked to me. When you listen to other Britney Spears music, it's like, where's the rest of the song? There just aren't enough elements in the song. I like, part of me really wants to agree, especially because I can't totally not agree because I did do a version of it where I 
over Where you did nothing of the original <laughs> song. So it's like, mm, I guess I'm right. No, 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 no. The melody, she's in there. And... Uh, um, other things, you know. You barely kept the melody, first of all. How dare you attack <laughs> This was and not And you changed everything else about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm right that the song doesn't do enough. It is a good idea of a song. How and the dare. video is really good. The video is amazing. The song itself is not. I can't believe this is happening to me. Anyway, hi. Welcome to We Love That. <laughs> We don't love toxic. By we, I mean me. By we, I mean me. Now, what we do love is Emily King. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you're listening, Emily, <laughs> we love you. Which you know she is. Right. Oh, that exhausted me. I'm going to have to take a breather. And in, it's hot. It's summer. Welcome. And I love summer. Why? Well, I was thinking give, about give this the why. other day. I love, this is going to sound so silly. And I do say this all the time on this podcast. But I love all the seasons. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Every time we get to a new season, I'm like, I love this season. <laughs> joie. Joie de vivre. Literally, that's where I am. And I, I won't speak against that. I just won't. Good. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the sun, you know. I love being outside, um, especially now being outside without a mask on, you know. Mm. I love mm. that. Mm. Um, I just love that. <laughs> and this is we love that. And this is we love that. And what we love is the summer. Um, I like, yeah, I like. Summer. Do you like summer? <laughs> this is not. I don't know if I really want to call it the summer. I don't know if that's the right language we should be using. <laughs> oh my God, are you talking about that tweet? Yes. Someone sent me this tweet that was like, well, the cap, it was a screenshot of another tweet. And like, to be clear, let me say this at the beginning to get this out of the way. Yes, this is a person who is literally just trying to be kind. And so... It, <laughs> Unfortunately, Twitter is not a place where you get to be kind <laughs> because Oof. It, it's not what Twitter is for. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but this woman, well, the caption was like new, like new liberal gesture that that doesn't mean anything just dropped. <laughs> um, and it was this person being like, uh, you know, in the spirit of inclusion, they're like, instead of referring to something by season, like saying something's happening this summer, I say Q3 because not everyone who's reading it, uh, it's not going to be summer for everybody. You know, that's a very, you know, Northern Hemisphere, blah, blah, blah. To which I say, not this. <laughs> this. In a world in which there is so much work to do, don't go off making up other work and other problems. Who cares? Summer. Who cares? <laughs> but it really does do it like wakes up this thing in me. It's this very now thing of like, I guess that's right. Not everybody lives in the northern hemisphere. And I guess 
It's and it, like I start going down those pathways. But well, Q3. That's my... <laughs> Q3. I don't know that Q3 is the solution. The month might have been the solution. <laughs> <laughs> why is this happening? Literally, but well, why is it happening? I don't know. I don't know. This is actually that's not the, thing, the work that, that anyone like... asked for. People are actually asking for work to be done. Right. And this wasn't right. it. Right. But that's so funny. Right. So anyway, you love Q3. Don't do that to me. Because then Q3 means July, August, September. <laughs> and that's not the summer. I guess uh, it is technically. <laughs> but not in my brain. When I say I love summer, I mean I love June, July, August. <laughs> Just the fact that we have to define. Define your terms. Anywho, I love summer too. Um, Good. Kenyon, Kenyon, Kenyon. I can't believe I didn't bring this up last week. Oh, no. It is about the Friends reunion. We talked about the Friends reunion and we talked about Lady Gaga, but we didn't talk about how Lady Gaga was in the Friends reunion. (laughs) (laughs) The last link in the chain. Oh, yeah. And if you don't love me now, you'll never love me again. Sing. I I didn't even have anything specific to say about it other than... (laughs) That I can't believe we didn't bring that up. That Lady Gaga does sing Smelly Cat with Lisa Kudrow and a gospel choir. <laughs> I, first of all, yay yay. Um, <laughs> second of all, the one person I really will give props to is Lisa Kudrow. Oh, she's amazing. Because that's, ta- that's talent. She's talented. She's amazing. Ext- she's very funny. Absolutely evergreen. Just absolutely always, always on it. She's always on it. You know, she's in, did you ever watch Feel Good? Yes. And there's a season two. The season two just dropped. Oh and gosh. I forgot that Lisa Kudrow is the, the mother. Mom. Yes. I cannot wait to watch that. I know. Everyone should watch Feel Good. It's very I, good. May Martin. Woo child. Yeah. Wow. All bets are off if it were me and May Martin in the room together. <laughs> Wow. Wow. I love that it's coming out uh, here in Pride Month. Pride Month? That's what it is. I need this that. This month. I need that continent. The beginning of, well, I was going to say the beginning of the summer. I guess I should say the end of Q2. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> not capitalism. <laughs> yeah, not finance. <laughs> not that being more universal than the season's. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I want to know, Jerome. I Want to Go by Britney Spears is a better song than Toxic. <laughs> You're just going to say that about every other Britney Spears song ever. Not all of them. Nothing on Glory would I say that about. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry, Britney. Um... I mean, this is, we're right on subject. We're right on subject because I want to hear about, I want to hear about pride for you. I want to hear about where you are in this season. Glad tidings to you, to you and Glad your tidings. kin. Okay. Do we have like pride, like, carols? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we've been talking about them. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Britney Spears' discography. Okay. I agree. Very good. We talked to Lady Gaga last time. Oh, um, 
the second thing dropped from the yes, 10 year uh, re-release. I've so not it's listened. The, there was famously originally in the deluxe version of Born This Way, there was a uh <laughs> I don't I mean, I don't even know why I'm saying this. Who doesn't know this at this point? <laughs> but uh on the deluxe version, there was a country road <laughs> version of uh Born This Way of the title track, um, which was just her singing it in like a country style. Um, and so the second track that they've released from the reimaginings is Orville Peck doing the country road version. Um, but I will say this. <laughs> I actually kind of like Orville Peck. Not, I think I've only like stretched myself to like his music because I know that he's queer. Um, and I kind of love the aesthetic. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, this, uh, it's fine. It's fine. I streamed it. I'll stream it for the girls for Pride Month. Um, they changed the lyrics in the bridge. You know, when Lady Gaga <laughs> includes What did they change? Slurs. Oh, yes. I'm like, but what's there to change? Oh. <laughs> so, uh, yes. uh, no matter gay, straight, or bi, lesbian, transgender life. I'm on the right track, baby. I was born to survive. I think that's the same. I think originally it's transgendered, and I think that that's changed. But Thank then, you. no matter black, white, or beige, <laughs> there's some original lyrics, but instead, Orville Peck sings, uh, no matter black, white, or beige, Asian or Latinx made. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it's which like very... I just, I know you've only got as many syllables. Here's the thing. It's got to dance. It's got to move. And you've only got so much time. I just think we could have left. I don't, we just didn't need to recreate that part of the song, I think. Like, I don't, like, yes, this is a better version than what had come before. But I don't know that we need the lyric, no matter black, white, or beige. Asian or Latinx made. I just don't think that it... <laughs> I don't know that the project was worth, like, finding a best version of. <laughs> but then it becomes about its omission. You know, it's like, oh, so you... <laughs> you took us out. You omitted. Yeah, I... Yeah. They could have just gone back to the drawing board on that one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> made. How are you made? <laughs> What's in your wallet? Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's Pride Month. Um, famously, I am gay. Um, Pride Month. What does Pride Month need <laughs> You're to really be? riffing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I'm really riffing. Okay, now. Uh, I, no, stick with the songs. What are your, like, what are your anthems? My Pride Month carols. Yes. Um, what do I turn on and I'm like, it's Pride Month, mother. Um, you know what really it is? Mm. Is Kill the Lights. Wow. <laughs> Alex Newell and Jess Glynn. When that song comes on, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. I am turning it. Yes. Sing. Absolutely sing. Um, that's one of them. Also, nails, hair, hips, heels. Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Is 
is the pride anthem. Um, also, uh, 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 never really over by Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're just talking about music that you like. <laughs> Right. That's what you asked, right? Very good. Very good. Wow. Um, those are my what would you include in as a pride anthem? I'm like deeply old school. Oh, you're gonna say Diana. No. You're gonna say Gloria. No. Okay, then what are you gonna say? I'm every woman. <laughs> oh, work. Shaka. That's fierce. Whose? Okay, work. I mean both. Actually, if you do both back to back, they work perfectly. That if is you fierce. go Shaka Khan right into Whitney's, because it's they're both they're both really singing. <laughs> wow, um, absolutely that, absolutely that, and also got to be real. Oh, work or excuse me, to be real. Got to be real. No, I think it's got to be real. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, it's got to be real. <laughs> And as always, I was right the first time. Victorious. <laughs> I cannot. Um, I feel like there should like Judas also. Let's just say Ooh. Judas too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Like, what makes it that way? What? Is, what? How is it? How is it an anthem for you? What are the criteria? Um. Well, pride to me is about dancing. That's what I would say. Pride is a party. Um. And Pride is a party where you're, like, living your best life. And I'm living my best life dancing to the hits. <laughs> um, and she doesn't yeah, like the, <laughs> the first time, I would not grew up going to DC Pride. Like, I started when I was in high school, maybe. When I was in, like, 11th, 10th or 11th grade. Um, but... Yeah, it always just was like, you know, outside, sunny Saturday, um, throwing a bunch of colors, be outside and dance and have fun. And honestly, like in conversation with our uh, with the whole kink at pride thing, like I was in high school and I was there and I remember seeing like, I don't know, seeing people wearing like uh, things that you wouldn't normally see people wearing um, and I don't know, that always felt fine to me. <laughs> um, so what you're saying is you were a kid at Pride. <laughs> so I was a kid at Pride. <laughs> and it, um, you're fine. And it was just fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the dance of it all. Yeah. Which is giving me very, you know, embodied, you know, I love the body, the human body. Yeah. The corporeal. Absolutely. Um, but I mean, that's where like, all of this stuff lands at the end of the day as like, what can you and can't you do with your body? And so mm -hmm. I absolutely pride for me is also about dancing and like free the everything, please inside yeah. of me, like get, let me move in any way I see fit. Yeah. And I honestly think that like, you know, that pride just is obviously going to look so different for everyone. Right. Like, there are a lot of people who the idea of going out to like a big parade. Well, honestly, I don't love the parade. Like I don't love to stand and watch people pass. <laughs> um, 
Have you ever been in a parade? No, never was in, I don't think I've been in a parade of any sort. Um, which, that doesn't make sense. I seem like prime parade <laughs> fodder. Um, but I, our like rival, not our actual rival high school, but one of the high schools that thought they were a rival to our high wow. school. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. I am talking about uh, GDS. <laughs> so this is a GDS hate podcast. Um, but their thing was always like, they were like the gay school. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that is the case, but like it, that was like what we knew. They, I don't know. In the, in the like GSA community of the like, independent and public schools in D.C., which was a, you know, a scene that I was a part of. Okay, scene. I was one of the co-presidents. Scene green. Thank you. So GDS just was always, like, like had the most, like, faculty support and had the most, like, students in their GSA, whatever. So they were always in the parade, GDS was always in the parade. That's good. And so I was like, how do we get Sidwell in the parade? Like, we have to be in the parade. If GDS is going to be in the parade, we have to be in the parade. <laughs> um, but I never I never made it happen. I mean, it's not too late. I mean, not, I mean, not for you and Sidwell, but for just you, yeah. <laughs> you know, being in the parade, in a parade. Well, here's the thing is that I don't think I love the parade. Yeah. Like, I kind of have had to stop going to the parade because it's like you just stand there and watch other people, like, walk past and then stop walking and then keep walking. Like, that's just not that exciting. I want to dance. You know, do you see what I'm saying? Uh, oh, I see. I want to feel the heat. Okay, Whitney. But there are a lot of people who are like, I don't want to, you know, the being outside, the standing and watching a parade, or like the being in a club or in whatever space and like dancing like mm -hmm. near to a lot of people is not everyone's moment obviously i feel that that is does that needn't be everyone's moment um i feel like the thing to do is have more pride events you know like i feel like there just should be more i very much feel that um and like more, I don't know, more being growing up around, like in proximity to SF Pride, mm -hmm. you know, is gorgeous and beautiful and is huge. It's just gargantuan every year. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it is a kind of thing where like kind of everyone, everyone migrates, everyone, uh, you know, makes a little pilgrimage. Um, to like stand around on the sidelines of a parade. Yeah. And I do wonder, it's like, what, where are like the smaller pockets of where's distributed pride? You know, where yeah. it's like, so that we can have some space and some room to get our dance on. Yeah. There just, there should always be like, that feels like the solution to the kink at pride, you know, family friendly pride where like, if we didn't have to make one event fit everybody's everything, then that wouldn't be an issue. Right. I mean, that makes me think about visibility in 
a slightly contrasting way of like, okay, well, how how do we address that desire for some people of like to be to be seen as part of this, you know? And yeah. so if is it like everybody get in your silos, which I don't think exactly what you're saying, but right. I think, you know, could be a yeah. Something to be wary of. Yeah, no, I totally agree that it shouldn't be like like I don't think it should be uh I don't know, it's worth exploring, but uh, I don't think it should be and here is, you know, the I was <laughs> how many sentences am I going to start before I finish one of them? I was going to say I don't think it should be like and all the lesbians do this lesbian event over there. Mm-hmm. You know, because but then I was like, well, maybe they're, you know, queer women should have their own space. Like, that that would be great. What it shouldn't be is, and, you know, the white, cis, able-bodied, skinny, gay twinks are going to, like, have their event here. And then everyone else can get out. You know, like, that probably is not the best. Um, but having more, you know... Let's take up more space. Let's, like, have more specific events. And there still should be... I don't know. There still should be a parade. I don't think we should not have a parade. It's not my favorite part, but I do think that there should be a parade. Um, But also, like, having other... You know, there should be a family fair festival. You know, like, there is queerness in young people that should be celebrated. And there is queerness in not just out and proud and loud that also should be celebrated mm-hmm, and, like, mm-hmm. should be celebrated in different ways. And, I mean, I think there is some of that around, like, film festivals that happen yeah, in yeah, this exactly. month. Um, I just, you know, I just would like more. And I honestly would like more all year round. Like, you're saying, I think the, the like, different purposes of of pride personally the like kind of historic and still continuing and needing support kind of protest part of pride yeah like that's kind of that is one arena that i see personally and also the like celebration freedom aspect is another part and both of them are ongoing you know and i often feel like it's like, ah, yes, that one Saturday in June, you that you did that one thing, and now, yeah. like, check mark for the year, you know, go return to wherever. I don't know, it just doesn't, doesn't seem like it really respects the continual nature of existence as a queer person. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what do you... How are you today on this day feeling about, like, the rainbow capitalism of it all? <laughs> That's, I guess, the other reason where I'm like, I need this all year round. It seems like it's approaching this, like, Black Friday Christmas shopping. Wow. Like, oh, here's that moment where everything is multicolored and, you know, goes on discount. Or people release new merch that you'd like to buy. And this is a sales Time. This is literally yeah. Q3. And <laughs> please, please, <laughs> please stop. First of all, I just told you that it's still Q2. <laughs> but like um, that's where that's where I feel it going. And it's like that's not like I don't just live inside of that. Like I I 
uh, continued to occupy and continue to transition also into like what I understand my own queerness to be. You're totally right. I think that it is, I've been surprised to notice this year in a way that I haven't really noticed before that like, you know, it is, it is the holiday for this month. <laughs> like it perfectly <laughs> fills in, you know, between Easter and Mother's Day and 4th of July. Like it gives another thing to, to sell stuff. Yeah. Um, it is like the Valentine's Day of the, of the beginning mm-hmm. of the summer. Um, and I mean, the thing that obviously is bad about that is that these corporations like claim to be supporting queer rights, LGBTQIA plus issues by like selling this merchandise, but are not actually supporting those causes when it comes to legislation, for example. Mm-hmm. Um like that obviously is bad. I guess I kind of like I don't know. I have always kind of erred on the side of like you know, I'd rather them do it than not because I do think that like you know, I and that's it's weird. It's it's certainly not an optimal place to be in. Yeah. But like you know, for some to take a queen of ours who has been selling a lot of really promoting a lot of pride merch this year, Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Mariah Carey is like a longtime queer ally in a lot of ways. Um, but it is, I am like, she is really just selling this rainbow merch. Like this just is rainbow merch. Um, and <laughs> part of that is because she knows that the gays live and like, and I who wouldn't want one. a rainbow <laughs> merch shirt. Um, but you know, that there is, there are people out there who, you know, were not supportive to their queer relative, brother, child, whoever. Um, but like, saw Mariah Carey say something about it and was like, oh, well, you know, that actually is opening up my mind to it. You know, it's like the Taylor Swift of it all. How we're Uh, always mm, like, well, Taylor Swift has the access to these people that, you know, so many other, like, left-leaning political folks do not have access to. Like, you need to be using that access, right? Mm -hmm, So, like, there's part of it that's like, okay, yeah, I want to acknowledge that this does do something. Yeah. And I think... Absolutely, absolutely, it's better than the alternative that we have seen in our history. Mm-hmm. You know, people not speaking about it at all, or people actively working against certain things. I guess where I interact with it is on a much more personal level. Uh, and even saying that out loud, it's like, it feels somehow selfish. But then it's like, wait, that's like... I this is a moment for me. Like I am the, <laughs> this is my, this is yeah. the thing for me. Um yeah. of like do I do I need to buy something to participate in my own freeing? And the answer is no for me. Right. But I think the 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 rainbow capitalism of it all really does make it it makes it in an enticing way or at least a 
a fast and, um, you know, a very represented way of like, yeah, buy that thing, put it on your body. And now you've done personal work? No. No. You have it. <laughs> and, or I haven't. I can, you know, I can't speak for anybody else. Um, but, but yeah, there's, there's a disconnect there of like, what, what do I actually need to do this month for my own movements towards my own celebration of myself, my own pride, my own protest. And like yeah. buying things, for me, it just doesn't get, it actually isn't doing those things. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not enough. That like that's that's I think where what it comes down to is that it's like yeah it's not I don't think that it's bad Ugh, I don't know I don't think it's a net negative <laughs> but I it's not enough you know it's not going to get us all the way there mm-hmm. um, but yeah I don't you know I don't I don't know who in the long-term strategic planning meeting is like, okay, now that we've gotten Hallmark, now we can get to liberation. Yeah, I well, don't know about that. Well, um, I mean, you know, famously, everyone wants to say, and this is true, I'm not trying to denounce this, but it has become kind of cliche. You know, coming out, it's a lifelong, It continu- it's always... We're always all Exactly. Out. And I... This is the truth. <laughs> um, I'm wondering, in your own experience, where do you find that? Do you find any truth in in that? Um, just as it relates to like the the like, okay, what do I actually need to do for myself to actually oh. be moving towards where I would like to be going? <laughs> um, yeah. I I feel like a lot of the work for me is in is in allyship not I mean I am a queer person so not like an ally to the queer community in the same way but like being supportive of people and causes and communities that that I'm not a part of and that like deserve advocacy and are in need of advocacy. Um, that always feels like, well, I mean, that's always the thing that feels like the, the Mm -hmm. always work. Mm -hmm. Um, and pride month. When I think about pride month in this way, I often am thinking about, okay, how do I get other people to get that too? Mm. Um, like, what can I do that will get more people to be more involved in communities that they don't belong to? Um, to advocate for people that they are not otherwise thinking about. Um, but that doesn't... It feels like a strange answer to your question because that isn't, like, my own personal work. Or, like, that isn't work that I'm doing, like... On myself, you know? It kind of is, but, like, is... I don't often think of it in that way, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there's there's room for both, of course. And right. and, hope, and hopefully, 
hopefully there is room for both. You know, <laughs> one kind of feels missing without the other. How would you answer that question? I think I would say something very similar, but I think this is this is a question I'm running up against in my own self is that I don't have a very, I don't have enough of an answer to that question for myself of mm. like, what do I need to be doing? It, it comes out of like, everyone loves to talk about self-care work. I don't know if I'm doing that all, doing all of what I need to do in that space as it relates sure. to respecting myself in transition, you know, like, mm. like I think people are, I'm continuously changing and I, I want to keep, I want to keep respecting that and not, not lull myself into thinking that, you know, because I put on a shirt however many years ago or went to a parade, you know, last June that I've done the me work and only must focus on the everyone else of it all. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, I think that I often am, like, reminding myself, I think part of it has to do with, I think part of it has to do with what sometimes I feel is the expectation of me in different places in amongst friends, in amongst family, on social media, in workspaces of like, you know, being woke. We have to do our episode about the word woke. Oh gosh, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, I like to think of myself and I think have gotten other people to also think of me as being a person who like is aware of a lot of this stuff mm -hmm. and like is thinking about a lot of this stuff, this stuff being like, you know, interlocking systems of oppression. <laughs> um, and uh, reminding myself, not only like, do I not have to be the expert? Like, it's okay to be like, oh, I actually don't know what the right thing to do is here. Or like, I, I can't say what would be best in advocacy for that community because I don't, I don't know and I'm not a part of that community. But also like you know, the step further of like, sometimes I'm wrong and I like need to check myself and say, hey, like you aren't going to get it right every time. And just because like you think of yourself or other people think of you as like the person who's going to know the answer, like does not mean that, does not mean that I actually do. Um, it particularly recently has come up around, or I've been thinking about it around, um, like experiences of of women and girls at at school mm, um, mm -hmm. that I'm sometimes like, oh yeah, like well, it would make sense for uh, something to be X way or for a Y person to be in a certain position or you know whatever. And then I'm like, oh, I actually don't know if that's like what is going to feel the most affirming or the the most representative or whatever, you know, like. I'm like making an informed guess based on right, right. what I've heard people say, but I actually don't know. Like that actually doesn't speak to me in the same way that it speaks to someone else. Yeah. And I guess that's why 
I feel like the looking inside part, at least for me, is like carrying a lot of weight because the more I can do that, the more I I feel like I'll be able to look outside and mm-hmm. come with not the right answers, but the right questions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, oh, as I address you, you know, I have I'm I'm a male-bodied person. I use he him pronouns. As I address that privilege and I as I address the ways in which my blackness and queerness have interacted with that and continue to make me uncomfortable, continue to um, shape and restrict my behavior in different settings. Like I'll be able, I hope at least, to to better see and empathize and also make space for other people who occupy different, you know, spaces of identity. Yeah. Um, and especially this year, that just feels really difficult coming out of time alone. Yeah. You know, out of, you know, a year with minimal social interaction. I feel like that's a space in which a lot of, a lot of change, like, you know, we test things out and we grab new ideas and we try things on and we see, does this fit me? Does this feel like a move towards the the person I'd like to keep becoming? And you know, as we as we do that, we learn more about ourselves and, and hopefully can extend the same space to other people to continue being whoever they literally want to. Yeah. And this year that has been difficult. Like that is just this the social that social learning and trying on of of our my you know my new self just is gone. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I am thinking about something that we laughed about, and please give a holler if <laughs> you don't want to talk about this. Um, but we had laughed about it at some point that uh, like we and all of our friends were going to to come out of quarantine as genderqueer. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I'm wondering how that interacts with what you're talking about. Yeah, I think that's definitely been on my mind. And I think yeah, we did laugh about that months and months ago. Um, <laughs> and I think at the time it felt like a very like, yeah, everyone go inside yourself. And like maybe, you know, maybe a lot of people are going to come outside of themselves, you know, back into the world whenever that happens, you know, with just a deeper understanding of that. And that was all well and good but it's the doing like it's the actual yeah you know like gen- the idea of gender for instance as a performance it's like well i can't just like go inside and think and feel like i will there is a doing that that yeah. that this is that i am that so much of that is only happens between people like only happens in interaction right right um, and, and so much of that, I think I've come, I've, I'm coming out of the, uh, you know, a, a time of isolation with a lot of questions and yeah. I mean, I'm excited about like, okay, well let's, let's put some things into action and just see how, how it goes, see what fits. And also I'm finding like lots of similar, lots of similar fears from years and years ago resurface in that process wow of like 
oh, like here's the time where like you're 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 going to re investigate that feeling of like I'm trying on being a new person. Yeah. Whatever that person looks like, whatever labels, whatever performances of all kinds of identity identities. Um but it really reminds me, especially this month, of like this, tr- like we are always transitioning. Yeah, and the always coming out of it all it takes on is just taking on a new meaning with it with a year of of pandemic. Yeah, less always coming out to new people and more always coming out as new people. Work. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I have no idea what what were you thinking when we? Because we really did both kind of say that and laugh and then keep going. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think about pronouns quite a bit. I think that there's a world in which. I, I, I certainly feel comfortable with, like, I, I feel comfortable with a lot of different pronouns. I, I'm not sure if that, like, feels really affirmational Mm -hmm. to me. Like, that feels kind of like a different thing. Um, I also feel like, uh, Honestly, I feel like a lot of it is uh, particularly around, particularly with my family um, and nothing but love for my family, but like pronouns isn't the thing that they're the quickest at and like Word. working on it. They, they are working on it um, and that's great. But I feel like if I were to kind of expand the pronouns that I wanted people to use with me that it might create kind of a divide between who I am around my family and who I am in other spaces. Um, and I don't want to do that. Yeah. But if that were different than maybe I would feel differently about it. I don't know. I th- I think that's also true about like, again, like workspace and uh, social media space, et cetera. Um, yeah. But I do think about that a lot. And so to think about like, well, it, the thinking about it ends up being like, huh, like, how would I feel about using this other set of pronouns? How would I feel about using this set of pronouns? Um, And it's often like, I feel perfectly fine about it. And maybe one day the answer to that is going to be more active than Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Part of what I heard in, in what you were just saying about the divide is like the, you know, as people change their behavior, it's like relationships are weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's like at the same time, it's like absolutely we show up here every week 
And it's like, Kiki, I know you. You're my good Judy <laughs> Jerome. And we start with some basis, you know? Yeah. And, and at the same time, some of what I feel like I've just been saying is like, no, Kenyon, keep re-meeting people. Like, keep re-meeting yeah. people as they show up on the day. Like, as... Yeah. And that's... I, again, getting exhausted just thinking about that. But if that's <laughs> what I'm figuring out that I need, then that's one of those things that, like, okay, well, maybe I need to turn that outward, too, and be like, sure. okay, well, who are you today, <laughs> yeah. other person? And yeah. can I respect that? Yeah. It's something that... um I was actually just talking with some people about in terms of like teaching and particularly teaching high school students who are learning so much about themselves so quickly. And I guess maybe I shouldn't even say that in that way because we're all learning things about ourselves all the time. But I mean, the narrative Um, is very much that like absolutely adolescence is that time. And then that stops, but... Yeah, and then it's not that time anymore. (laughs) Um, But that... You know, the the goal is I want the student to feel comfortable in the classroom, in the rehearsal room, wherever, so that we can, like, make some good work together. And so whatever that means, however I can help you to feel comfortable in the room, like, let's do it. And so if that's using a certain name or using a certain set of pronouns or if that means you're dressing in a certain way, I don't know. I'm saying a lot of like gender related things, but like, you know, whatever it is, uh, cool. Let's do it. Word. Okay. Here, Kenyon, here's my binary for you. All right. Uh, one side of the binary is do good, do good, 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 good. And the other side is, Okay, so on the first hand, you've got absolute rhythmic activity. It's it's giving <laughs> it, drive. It's a motor for the entire thing. On the other side, like, ooh, interesting pitch material, some grammaticism uh, yeah. in there. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, you know that I love rhythm and harmony. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to have to go with... Na, 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 because it's just... You can't. It's hot. You can't escape that. Like that. There's no escape. <laughs> you can't wait. I need a hit, baby. Give me it. Wow. Yes. This is the writing that you say you love so much. <laughs> How dare you do this to me? <laughs> I cannot. Um, believe. I'm going with the same side of the binary. Hmm. Very interesting. Coming over to my side. Nobody's on nobody's side. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> um, okay, here's a binary. Um, I feel like today we talked a lot about, you know, inner journeys, outer journeys, mm-hmm. space for selves, space for others, inside versus outside. Uh, in any particular context or just... In? Are you in or are you out? Am I in or am I out? I mean, well, that's a different question. <laughs> Inside versus outside is a different question from you're are you right, in or are you you're out. You're right, you're right. Because I'm in. Okay. Uh, but inside versus outside, I guess I'm also inside. I'm inside. I'm, I'm all in. I'm in. Inside. I'm in. 
And she's locked in. <laughs> that your final answer? Yeah. It <laughs> um, is. Inside outside USA. Please, somebody stop me. I guess I'm for are you in or are you out? I'm in. But yeah. inside outside, but I'm you're outside. outside. I know. And I'm inside. <laughs> and I love that about us. Uh wow. You on the outside, always looking in. On the outside, always looking in. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> We love that you love, we love that. This podcast is brought to you by Jerome, that's me, and Kenyon, that's him. With music by Sophia Campomore and art by Griffin Keller. Drop us a line at welovethatpodcast at gmail.com. Bye. The binary? <laughs> it feels so strange to do binaries at the end of these episodes. <laughs> I mean, which is... I feel like that was the joke all along. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> but now I do feel like I'm kind of playing my own self and not mm. playing anyone else. <laughs> Congratulations. You played yourself. That, that's, that is a DJ Khaled reference. What? Like, remember in 2015 when everyone was watching DJ Khaled's Snap Story? <laughs> oh my gosh. Snap Stories? Yeah, literally. <laughs> you know, kids like still use Snapchat. What? Like, all the time. Wow. Wow. I know. I know. You'd think... I don't know. I don't know. We're boomers. 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 (laughs) Oh, my goodness.